This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Down she goes. I'm sorry, I'm feeling really dizzy. The nurse who fainted right after getting the COVID-19 vaccine. What went wrong? And hospital crisis. Zero, yes, zero beds available in the ICU. Plus, the return of The Apprentice, starring President Trump, and what Jill Biden is saying about that doctor uproar. That was such a surprise. And outdoor dining in this weather. I can see your breath while you're eating your sandwich. Then, Connie Chung, uncensored. What it was really like working with legends like Barbara Walters and Diane Sawyer. It's not unlike what what Tanya Harding did to Nancy Kerrigan. Plus, night of terror after she found a raccoon hiding in the Christmas tree. She tried everything. A broom. Her dog. Oh my God! The raccoon that would not go away. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello and thanks for joining us. I'm Mary Calvi in today for Deborah. It wasn't exactly the moment one hospital was hoping for to encourage people to take the COVID vaccine. Moments after this nurse got the shot, down she went, fainting on live TV. So what went wrong? Jim Murray reports. A nurse is vaccinated, but just minutes later, this happens. I'm sorry. Tiffany Dover fainted as she spoke to reporters at a hospital in Chattanooga, Tennessee. But it turns out it wasn't a reaction to the vaccine. Tiffany has a medical condition and faints often. She quickly recovered and spoke to reporters. I have passed out probably six times in the past six weeks. You know, it's common for me. It's very common. People should not use that as a barometer for not taking the COVID-19 vaccine or other vaccines. No such mishaps in Washington as Vice President Mike Pence was vaccinated. But watch as the hand of medical technician Sean Wadeen shakes nervously as he puts the needle into his arm. I, by the way, as a surgeon, I'm also a little bit afraid of needles. Neurosurgeon Dr. Sanjay Gupta revealed he's afraid of needles, but he went ahead anyway, live on CNN. Is it in? It's done. It's done. But even as thousands get vaccinated, the pandemic rages on worse than ever. 100,000 new cases were reported in 48 hours in California, among them the nine-year-old daughter of L.A.'s mayor. Also revealing her COVID diagnosis, 47-year-old supermodel Eva Herzegova. And the condition of the president of France, Emmanuel Macron, is said to be worsening. He contracted COVID after a meeting with other European leaders. There are no ICU beds available anywhere in Southern California. 
Hospitals are no longer allowed to turn away ambulances and must accept patients regardless of their capacity. As a result, there are often ambulances lined up outside with patients waiting to get in. The lack of bed space also impacts patients who don't have COVID. Connie Rim's back surgery has been postponed indefinitely. I'm in pain 24-7. Some days are more severe than others. But the fact of the matter is I can't get up. I can't sit up to watch TV. I can't eat at the dinner table. In New York City, all elective surgery has been suspended. Among the latest COVID-19 fatalities, eight elderly nuns who lived in a retirement home in Milwaukee. They all died of COVID in one week. It's feared that Christmas could bring yet another surge, just like Thanksgiving. An estimated 85 million people say they plan to travel over the holiday, despite pleas by authorities not to. But amid the grief, hope and joy, just look at the reactions of frontline workers getting the vaccination that will save so many lives. So good to see. A recent Gallup poll found that 60% of Americans say they are willing to get the vaccine. That's up from 50% just a few months ago. There's been a lot of discussion over what President Trump will do when he leaves the White House. Now there's some buzz. He's thinking of staging the return of The Apprentice. But can he really go back to reality TV? Is this what's next for President Trump? The return of The Apprentice. You're fired. Trump has reportedly been floating the idea to his closest confidants, casually slipping into conversation. How would you like to see The Apprentice come back, according to The Daily Beast? The Apprentice made Trump a reality TV star and launched him on the road to the White House. And the show's creator, Mark Burnett, is said to also be keen on the idea. Burnett has been talking up the prospect and has told associates he sees a revived Apprentice as a potential huge money spinner. Meanwhile, Jill Biden is speaking out about the intense debate over her doctor title. It came during an appearance last night on Stephen Colbert's show. That title of yours, do you have any reaction to those people? Yeah, that was such a surprise. It caught me by surprise as well. I did not see that one coming. It started when a Wall Street Journal op-ed writer objected to Jill calling herself doctor. No one should call himself doctor unless he has delivered a child. It was really the tone of it that I think that, um, you know, he called me kiddo. And one of the things I'm most proud of is uh, is my doctorate. I mean, I worked so hard for it. And uh, and my, you know, Joe came when I defended my thesis. Dr. Jill Biden. Dr. Jill Biden. The folks at MSNBC and CNN refer to the future first lady as Dr. Jill while over at Fox. Jill Biden. Jill Biden. It's plain Jill. So which is considered correct? Correct. Well, according to the AP style book, the gold standard used by most major publications and news outlets, doctors should only be used as a formal title before the name of a doctor of medicine, optometry, or veterinary medicine. Jill Biden is a doctor of education, but in just five weeks, she'll be known by another title, First Lady. Today, the Bidens marked the 48th anniversary of the car accident that killed Joe Biden's first wife and his daughter by attending mass at the church where they are buried. Jill Biden says she plans to keep teaching English at a community college in Virginia after moving into the White House. People are still digging out from the first big snowstorm of the year. And in places where restaurants are closed due to the pandemic, like here in New York, plunging temperatures aren't stopping outdoor dining. 
With indoor eating banned in New York restaurants, these stout-hearted diners are braving the sub-zero temperatures to eat al fresco, meaning outdoors. Easy way for your drinks to stay cold, right? 100%, yeah, no ice needed. We love it, actually. Check out these ladies who lunch. I mean, I'm not comfortable, but I'm here for it. (laughs) I can see your breath when you ask. I know. (laughs) This restaurant in Queens, New York, is providing warm robes for customers. Following the epic snowstorm that slammed the East Coast yesterday, Americans are showing their pioneer spirit by eating outdoors, even in frigid temperatures. Wear layers. As people dig out from the worst snowstorm in years, it's still causing problems. If you're clearing the roof, watch out. (laughs) And imagine seeing this when you open your garage door. The snowstorm is also throwing holiday shipping into chaos. So with Christmas just one week away, is it still possible to get gifts delivered on time? Tomorrow probably is the last day where you are going to be able to get those gifts in on time. Retail expert Heatha Herzog. If you are taking advantage of next day's shipping, you want to make sure that all of the gifts are in one package. That way you can save instead of sending them out individually. Hey, after all that last minute shopping, you deserve a nice meal or not. Are you cold or what? I'm freezing. The National Retail Federation predicts despite the pandemic, consumers will spend more this Christmas than the last five years. People are still talking about Tom Cruise blowing a gasket on the set of the new Mission Impossible movie when COVID protocols are being broken. But is Tom Cruise doing all the right moves himself when it comes to COVID-19? Tom Cruise may legitimately be concerned about COVID-19 protocol on the set, but maybe he should be looking at himself. It appears the valve mask he's been wearing on the London set of Mission Impossible 7 is not, repeat, not recommended by the CDC. Valve masks like these may look high tech, and experts say they do offer great protection to the person wearing them because they filter the air coming in. But here's the problem. They don't filter the air going out. So if you have COVID-19, you could be spreading the virus to those around you, even if you're wearing the mask. According to the CDC, this type of mask may not prevent you from spreading COVID-19 to others. The hole in the material may allow your respiratory droplets to escape and reach others. We're also learning more about his co-star, Haley Atwell. According to published reports, they're dating despite a 20-year age gap. Notice she didn't wear her mask properly back in October. In the aftermath of Cruz's wild rant against two crew members who were standing by a computer without social distancing. I don't ever want to see it again, ever. And I see you do it again, you're gone. Cruz has reportedly jetted off to Miami to spend Christmas with his son, Connor. The mask with valves that Cruz was wearing sells for $15. She's been an anchor for all three major networks, but you've never heard Connie Chung like this. In a new podcast, she's dishing the dirt on her fellow broadcast legends like Diane Sawyer and Barbara Walters, and she's not holding back. Who knew legendary TV news anchor Connie Chung could be so dishy? In a podcast interview, she says her relationship with Barbara Walters and Diane Sawyer was incredibly competitive. I was always playing a game of whack-a-mole. You know, I'd pop my head up and one of them would have a, a hammer and go whack and put me down back in my little hole. It's not unlike what, what Tanya Harding did to Nancy Kerrigan. Why? 
Tanya Harding has always denied any role in orchestrating the attack on her rival, Nancy Kerrigan. Please say hello to our very good friend, Connie Chung. Connie, come on out here. Connie was one of David Letterman's favorite guests. They had real chemistry. On the air, she says he was charming. I had this thing for him, and he had a thing for me. But... Off the air, he's dark. You know, he's, he's a dark, unhappy sort of... No, I don't mean he's unhappy. He's antisocial is what he is. Welcome. Thanks for being with us. Chung makes a cameo in the acclaimed HBO series The Undoing, interviewing the murder suspect played by Hugh Grant. She says it wasn't a pleasant experience. He was not very friendly. I had interviewed him right after Four Weddings and a Funeral for his next movie. Mm -hmm. So when I saw him, I said, oh, uh, Hi, I interviewed you. Do you remember? And he said, no. <laughs> so I went, okay. And, uh, Connie Chung has been married to talk show host Maury Povich since 1984. It is the video causing mouths to drop across the country. In the middle of the night, a woman finds a raccoon hiding in her Christmas tree. Now she's speaking with Inside Edition about the wild night in an exclusive interview. Something is moving inside the Christmas tree, and the sleepy homeowner is definitely freaked out by the noise. Come on, get out of my tree. You guys, there's a cat inside my Christmas tree. It's 4 in the morning, 4.15 in the morning. I hear a scuffle in through the doggy door. I don't know how the heck this just happened. There's a cat inside my Christmas tree. Aubrey Yacobelli grabs a frying pan. Get. Go. Go. Yeah, I know. I want it out, too. She moves her dog to another room. Maybe now the cat will come out. Go on. Dog is gone. Out of the tree. I swear if you knock down any of my glass ornaments... Maybe spraying will work. She grabs one of the pointy Christmas decorations, and only then does it dawn on her. No, it's not a cat. What is that? Is that a squirrel? No. God, you guys, I'm afraid. Let's go. She lets the dog back in. I gave you a chance, animal. Oh, it's a raccoon. Oh. And then all hell breaks loose. What was going through your mind when you realized that was not a cat? When I discovered that it wasn't a cat and it was a raccoon, all those thoughts of... My safety, the dog's safety, how did this happen, what do I do? I mean, you saw in the video, it was like a split second, and then that was it. An hour passes. These are all the ornaments that made it. There's my beautiful tree. There's the raccoon. There's the dog. Can you believe it? The raccoon has jumped onto the dining room chandelier. Finally, she's able to chase it out. Is your dog okay? And I took it to the vet. Um, they gave her a rabies booster just in case. She had a couple of scratches underneath her arm, but no bites. But her favorite spot now is to sit by the Christmas tree and wait for more raccoons to come on down. That is so crazy. Aubrey says as entertaining as her video is, she recommends calling Animal Control if you find a wild animal in your Christmas tree. Next, the newest ways to keep you safe from COVID-19. Hypnotherapy? Can you hypnotize someone to stop touching their face? Then, the cop and the kid. <laughs> How he rescued her from a nightmare situation hey. at home. A Christmas miracle story. It melted my heart right away. 
Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. a tough cop called to a home for a welfare check on a little girl in trouble. Little did he know it would change his life forever. <laughs> Police officer Brian Zach will never forget the day he met little Kyla. Push it. Body cam footage captured the moment after a call came in that a two-year-old girl may have been abused, allegedly by her mother and her mother's boyfriend, who were both taken into custody. She's got left, right, center, and a pretty good black eye. One of her eyes was swollen. She had dried blood in both her ears. Um, she had different coloring of bruises all about her face. But she was still happy-go-lucky. A uh, little two-year-old. Back at the police station in Kingman, Arizona, as they waited for child services to show up, Officer Zach and Kyla and watched the Disney movie Wreck-It Ralph. And you're adorable. I'm adorable. Right there, a remarkable bond developed. I distinctly remember her grabbing my hand and putting it in her lap and just holding my hand and just petting my hand like I was the one that was needing um, to be consoled. It melted my heart right away. When his shift was over, Officer Zach went home, but he says he couldn't stop thinking about the precious child. And as soon as I woke up, I called the um, DCS worker and asked how Kyla was doing. Then a remarkable thing happened. The DCS worker asked uh, the question that changed our life, and it was, would you consider being placement for her? I met her Saturday night. And Wednesday night, she was dropped off at her house. Where are you going? Going to work. You're going to go to work? Two years later, Kyla card? has now been formally adopted oh, by the Zacks. The court signs the order of adoption. Congratulations. This weight was lifted because I knew that I didn't have to worry about who was going to be taking care of her, who was going to be loving her. I love him. So, befitting this holiday season, the story of the cop and the kid has a fairy tale ending. She means everything. Absolutely everything to me. <laughs> Such a sweet story. By the way, Kayla turns five on New Year's Day. So happy she's spending it with her new family. And when we come back, having trouble not touching your face in the age of COVID 19, we've got some tricks that could help. You've heard the warnings, don't touch your face in the age of COVID-19, but it's not so easy. So people are coming up with some creative ways to stop. The average person touches their face 23 times every hour. So you can see why keeping your hands away from your eyes, nose and mouth is absolutely essential during the pandemic. I'd like you to let go of all concern. Now, some of us are resorting to hypnotherapy to break the habit, just like smoking or biting your nails. You notice any urge to touch your face, and suddenly your arms and hands feel very heavy. Hypnotist John Monjovi says his business is booming as the surge in COVID-19 cases sweeps America. Can you hypnotize someone to stop touching their face? You can hypnotize someone to reduce the number of self-touch gestures and increase their awareness of the desire to touch the face. If hypnotherapy isn't for you, try this bracelet, which vibrates when you're about to touch your face. Anila Idnani created the device for her company, Habit Aware. You 
get a vibration. And that vibration is just that gentle reminder to say, hey, your hands are not where you want them to be. There are other simple tricks you can learn. Tie your hair back so you don't keep pushing it out of your face. Make sure your glasses fit properly so you aren't constantly readjusting them. If you do have to touch your face, use a clean tissue instead of your hands. Helpful tips that could keep you virus-free while waiting for the vaccine. When we come back, an unusual place to go skiing. Finally, making the most of the winter weather. Skiing in the city. This guy took a wild ride through Manhattan during the snowstorm. Don't try this at home, kids. Yes, we recommend sticking to the slopes. And that's Inside Edition. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that, that, does, that doesn't count. <laughs> Sure, I responded to everything because responding to you, putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Devaya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast. And to ask Jeff some questions, because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast.